Want to talk about a new movie? Check. Want to talk about an older movie similar or related to that new movie? Check. That's what you can expect from Quality Check Podcast. It's a new podcast on the Studio DNA Network hosted by yours truly, Drew Douglas and Daniel Posey. Every other Tuesday, we'll talk about a new movie and an old movie to see how the film's quality holds up. Welcome, everybody, to episode 79 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm Phil Souza, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host. He doesn't enjoy hurting people, but he does love to inspire fear. It's Grant Youngsma. Thank you, Phil, <laughs> for that great introduction. Just one look at you inspires fear, oh. I think. Thank you. You can tell in his voice, people, it's he is a ferocious persona not to be dealt with. I don't know how I should feel about that, Phil. I feel proud. I mean, you know, you're very Loki-like. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we are, of course, talking about Loki today. It's the the big reveal uh, that happened this last Wednesday. And our whole episode is about that, really. Once we mm-hmm. get to the meat and potatoes, it's, it's all about Loki today. We're not going to talk about any other property. We'll get back into some other stuff next week. But yeah, it's, this is a, uh, a Loki-centric episode. Um, if you're just joining us for this podcast, we're an unofficial Disney Plus podcast reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus. And of course, Loki is definitely that right now. Um, before we get into the main discussion for the week, we like to do news of the week. And um, I think from now on, we, we kind of did this l- last last couple weeks or whatever, but I think Grant and I are like, each going to choose a story to talk about. So what is your news story of the week, Grant? Well, my uh, news story revolves around what we're talking about today, and that is Loki. And uh, for those of you that don't know, Loki premiered last Wednesday, which kind of broke the mold of uh, Disney Plus re- uh, releases where they normally come out on Friday. Loki will be coming out on Wednesdays. So um, on Wednesday, Loki broke the record of the most viewership of a Marvel show. And apparently in the United States, Loki reached 890,000. I repeat, 890,000. USA households in one day in one day that's I, that's nuts dude that's like just short of a million people a million households yeah and so like you f- you have to figure that number is at least doubles if you're counting heads yeah um maybe triple I you know it's it it depends on how old your kids are I guess but yeah that's nuts yeah so um it's just crazy uh they said that uh Falcon Wear Soldier premiered about 756,000 and then WandaVision was 555,000. So, or 655,000. So, I mean Loki just blew it out of the water both these shows. Yeah. Yeah, it it's it keeps getting bigger and bigger with each Marvel show. Yeah. You kind of wonder if that, that if that can continue or if there's going to be a show that like I, I I mean, if you count What If, I think What If is the animated one, right? Yeah. That's coming out. Mm -hmm. Like, if you count that as one of the shows, you kind of, you have to figure that's probably one that goes down. Yeah. Uh, The number goes down on that one. Um, Miss Marvel, I would hope, would be back up um, just because it's live action and it's a teen, you know, focus. Yeah. Um, The main character is a teenager. So, and I think, I mean, Miss Marvel's been long overdue. She's been in 
she's one of my favorite comic book characters of all time. She's probably my number two favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read almost all of her comics and, and yet like, it's not just comic lovers. Like she's been in like all the animated series and the games, like she's in like the new uh, Marvel Avengers game that came out last okay. year. So as like a central character. So hmm. like, I think a lot of people are, are ready. Like they're waiting to see Miss Marvel come out, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it tops Loki. I mean, Loki's had a lot of hype behind it and I think, yeah. su- I think summer helps. I mm-hmm. think um, the fact that it wasn't the first out of the gate in January that one yeah. WandaVision took that, um, I think kind of adds up to it being that close to almost a million people. But think about that. Think about their servers handling that kind of load mm-hmm. on one day. This is why they did this on Wednesday. Yeah. Loki. And I mean, Loki's been around. He's kind of out of the ones we've gotten so far. Loki's kind of the mainstay yeah. of those characters. Yeah. I think a lot of people were, were excited to see Owen Wilson, kind of yep. see what he what he as a powerful actor can bring to the mm-hmm. MCU. Um, you didn't have that as much with Falcon Winter Soldier. So yeah, it's it's a I I, I knew I was hyped for this show, but it's nice to know that like we weren't alone. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a million other people that watched it on the yeah. first day. So over a million probably. So yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, now that we know the numbers, like that they've kind of, I, I guess they've been, probably been publicized all along and just haven't gone looking for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am kind of intrigued to like stay up on that and like see how the numbers continue to go. Yeah. Um, we also, right before we hit record, we were talking about Mandalorian and I don't know what those numbers are. I, I've, I've seen numbers like uh, 2 million for like season finales and stuff like that, which is obviously different than a debut. And that was for season two, you know, with a already tried and true show. So I, I don't know, like their numbers, Mandalorian is probably pretty close to that, probably around that number, but you know, slightly higher. Maybe that's why that, that's why they're qualifying it with like the Marvel shows. It's the highest. Cause I would assume that Mandalorian is probably higher, but maybe not by much. Yeah. So, um, well, there's n- really no number on Mandalorian. It just says that one, billion minutes watching the series in the first week. So whatever that turns into. Again, think about, I'm I'm an IT guy. So like this kind of stuff fascinates me, but like think about their server load, like over a billion minutes being watched all at the same time, like during a 24 hour period. It's amazing that they stay up at all. And they have had crashes on like opening days on Fridays, but yeah, it's. I, I think they knew that they had to release this on a Wednesday because of just the server load alone. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I feel like Disney's gotten better at um, maintaining like how many people can get on at one time. Like at when they first launched, it was kind of a train wreck where you get these error signals. But now I feel like they've upped their game to where. Um, they can handle more. Yeah. As their, as their subscriber base goes up and they have more revenue coming in, then they're buying more servers. They're expanding their, their server farm, that kind of thing. So, um, my, um, news story of the week is also in Marvel, uh, realm. And that is, it's something that we kind of figured, but it's, it's just nice to have final confirmation because I feel like the news stories recently about WandaVision have kind of actually gone back and forth. Like, I don't know if it was the director or producer or whatever, but they were kind of teasing, oh, maybe there's more story to tell or whatever. But Elizabeth Ol- Olsen came out. Uh, of course, you know, she plays... Um, Wanda. Uh, Wanda, yeah, from WandaVision. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and uh, she confirms this week that uh, season, I mean, season one, the only season of WandaVision is just a, a pure one, one off. There will not be a season two. Yeah. And I, I felt like that was the case. I feel like probably most people were saying that, that they didn't feel like it needed a sequel, that it what the end of the show didn't seem to even trigger in your mind a sequel. Oh, mm-hmm. like, I can't wait to see what they do next. It's like, it felt like it wrapped it up pretty good, but it's nice just to know, like confirmed that they're not doing a season two of WandaVision. Yeah. And I might add that I don't know that any of these shows really need a season two. Like, would, would it be fun to see more Falcon and Winter Soldier? Sure, but like I'm open to seeing stories from other characters. Like they have so many characters. We've talked about this. Like the number of characters they have in the MCU. I don't know that everyone, anyone's really even begging for like a second season of these shows. So Mandalorian is different. I think Mandalorian is telling a a story that has to go on for many seasons. You know, Mighty Ducks Game Changers similar is very similar. That these are stories that are begging to be told. You know, longer over long periods of time. But WandaVision was so concise. She's going to be in movies going forward. Like there, there'll be plenty of more storytelling yeah. about her character. And I, I just don't think we need to do it in a show. Give other people a chance to, to do that. So, yeah. So, so, I mean, I feel like almost these TV shows or these streaming shows that we're getting, um, they're really just trying to move along the plot point. Yeah. And, um, obviously the, special topic at this point has to be like multiverse stuff and mutants. And so I feel like, I mean, maybe we will get a season two, but it will only be if it has anything to do with phase four or phase five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. These shows have a purpose of, of basically filling in gaps between movies. Yeah. And if there's no purpose for a show, they're not going to do it. Yeah. Um, they're not going to do it just because people want more WandaVision. Like that's, I don't think, I really believe that that's not enough for them to make it. Um, mm-hmm. They, they want it to have a singular purpose behind it. And I don't know if, if they did one at all, I, I it would be years from now. Elizabeth Olsen says, you know, there's nothing on the docket for her. And Paul Bettany, we covered this in news last week. Paul Bettany doesn't even have a current contract with, with yeah. the, the Marvel, you know, division of Disney. So, I, yeah, there's there's not anything happening. I, I don't think this is, you know, them pulling, trying to pull the wool over her eyes or, hey, gotcha. You thought it wasn't coming. You know, I, I think it's for legit. Like, it's there is no season two coming. So, I, you know, for some people, maybe that's a negative. For me, I see it as a positive. Um, yeah. I, I, want the, I want them to keep moving and, and bring in some other characters. So. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, those are the, I think, the biggest news stories from this last week. Um, if you have you know, a news story that you want to share with us or have us uh, talk about on the show. We'd love to hear from you. I'll mention the email address at the end of the show, but I'll go ahead and do that here as well. Disney plus reviews at hotmail.com. That's P L U S all spelled out. Let us know if there's something that we missed on uh, Disney plus news and you want to get our thoughts on it. Um, that'd be a fun topic of conversation. All right. We are centering in about Loki um, mm-hmm. this week and you know, we just talked about hype for the show and everything like that. Both of us have been like super excited about this one. And it, to the point of like, I was like wondering if I should like tamper down yeah. <laughs> my excitement. Like, you know, am I getting too hyped for this show? Is it not going to live up to my expectations if I get super excited? And I mean, I'll let you go first as far as like describing mm-hmm. it, but I, I was over the moon. I, I could not believe how good this first episode was. And I'm, I like, I'm now like, 
I feel like I can breathe now because it's like I again I was so nervous okay what if it's not good it's kind of like how you were with Mighty Ducks like oh no what if, what if they trash yeah. this property that I love and I love Loki's character so much and I was really nervous going into this but now that like it's out of the gate and we can all kind of relax and be like okay this show is going to be awesome it's already awesome um, I feel like I'm like I can relax and like kind of settle down now so um, but you you go first. Go into like some specifics about the episode. We are going to do spo- full spoilers. I should have said that um, at the beginning. So this is not like a review and like we're kind of like dancing around spoilers. We're going into yeah. full spoiler territory. We're going to uh, talk very specifically about events that happened in the episode. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be spoiled, uh, just hit pause, go watch it. It's like fifty minutes long. It's kind of a longer episode. Yeah, uh, fifty minutes and then come back. I mean, we'll, Forty-five we'll, minutes without without the, the yeah. But I mean, it's still we got a lot of Loki. Um, my biggest thing, um, like you, I, when these first three shows came out, this was the one that I was most excited about. I love Loki. He's a wonderful character in the MCU. Um, you never know what's going to happen with this character. <laughs> so, um, honestly, there definitely will be surprises in this show, but, I love this episode. It was great. Um, it definitely lived up to the hype. Um, one thing before we actually get into it. Um, up to this point, the Infinity Stones have been like the main center power in the MCU universe. Yeah. And then after watching this first episode, you find out they're done. <laughs> and I, I really think it was Kevin Feige's way of saying, you know... We've harped so many years, 13 years about Infinity Stones, and now we're done. Yeah. And, I mean, I honestly took it as that. I mean, maybe we will see Infinity Stones down the path, but, I mean, that's really what I took away from it, that this most powerful object that everybody's wanted for so long really holds no weight anymore. Yeah, I mean, they literally are paperweights. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, they hold as much weight as it takes to hold down paper uh, in this office. Um, I think one of my, just to piggyback on what you said, I think one of my biggest surprises with this episode was exactly what you just mentioned about their power. I I thought that the Time Variance Authority, Authority? Authority, yeah. Time, time Variance Authority, TVA is what we'll, how we'll probably refer to them. The TVA is, I thought they were like, time policemen like Mm -hmm. time cops basically yeah but you realize in this episode no they are literally orchestrating time Mm -hmm. (laughs) like they call they have this thing called the sacred timeline yeah and they are again i want to talk about free will in this in this episode of our show okay like because i I think that's going to be a huge part of this show it already has been from episode one but like they to the point of like i I don't want to get like super spiritual or biblical here but like I mean, they they kind of mention it in the episode about like, like Loki says like, what's the first, um, you know, the the biggest, was it biggest sin or be- biggest, uh, you know, decision ever made or something like that yeah. was, uh, free will basically, mm-hmm. and you know whether you believe in Adam and Eve or you don't, I mean, like we know that what sets us apart from the animals is that like we have yeah. the, the free will of the ability to make our own choices and to carve out our own destiny, and he Loki gets to the TVA and he's like all that's been a farce. Like nothing, we we make decisions, but they are the ones that stamp those decisions as okay or not okay. They are literally controlling 
all the events of history. Yeah. And I, I just didn't see that coming. I, I really thought that they were just going to be like, oh, yeah, we kind of clean up broken timelines and kind of keep order. It's like, no, they, they're like literally forcing the world, the universe, into a single timeline. And, yeah. you know, it can never diverge from that. It's really interesting. Yeah, for sure. And, um, I mean, I think it's really cool how they've incorporated time traveling. I mean, they jump from 1549 to 1858 hmm. to present day. I mean, I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. It looks beautiful, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, just them, they're showing us so much more of, like, the realm that is this TVA. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the, the amount of minutes in this first episode that he's not inside of this, whatever this world, this, you know, false alternate universe that he's in, or I don't know where, where he's at right now, but, like, this this place we'll just call it the tva world or whatever is it it takes up like 42 of the 45 minutes like yeah and and there's during that 42 minutes they showed us like so much i mean maybe like 38 minutes or whatever because they do jump a couple times but they're showing us like the the buildings and like it almost looks like a like a futuristic yeah like flying cars type of Mm -hmm. thing and like i'm like whoa like they're gonna i don't know how much of that more more that they're gonna show us in the in the coming episodes but just from what they showed us already i'm like oh wow this is like a living breathing city that people live in (laughs) so yeah it's it is so much bigger i i really thought we'd be dealing with like 12 to 15 people that Mm -hmm. kind of like you know, boss people around or yeah. arrest people or whatever and throw them in time jail or whatever. And it's like, it's, I, I couldn't have been more opposite of what they're actually going to yeah, show us. So. It's so, I mean, it's something new and I think this show's going to be a major hit if episode one is any indication. Yeah. Um, I want, I want you to talk on this first, but I, 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 it was, I guess two or three weeks ago I was talking about my love for Loki and watching Thor Ragnarok was reminded me of, of the, the part of Loki that I love the most. And I mentioned this on the show is when he thinks he's in control yeah. and he thinks that he is the all powerful either savior or villain because he's mm-hmm. been both in whatever situation he's in. And then that rug literally just gets pulled right out from under him and he falls flat on his face. I, that's that to me is the most comedic yeah. part of Hiddleston's uh, character and this show is like delivering it, it knows exactly what makes him funny and his character special in the fact that like they need to show him like appearing as though he's like he thinks he's in control and then just ripping that out and just showing him like that he is not even close to being the most yeah. powerful being in, in any room and how he's like the god like he's a god like he's the god of mischief or whatever yeah. And, but he's like, has no godlike powers. So I don't know. Talk about that. Like, I think there's, there were several scenes in this first episode where I was just like, yes, they're delivering exactly what I wanted to see. Yeah. I mean, you can even take the first episode or first scene after he <laughs> time warps from um, Endgame to the desert. Yeah. And um, he's basically doing his Loki thing where he's telling these people, well, you've been saved now and (laughs) I'm going to be your ruler now. And then TVA just shows up and they just wipe him out basically (laughs) and bring him in without much of a fight. Yeah. They put him in like super slow-mo is like, is like one sixteenth speed or something Mm -hmm. like that. But he's experiencing the pain in real time. Yeah. (laughs) That's like, Oh my God. So, I mean, that was one of the scenes and, 
Um, we've talked about this already, but when he's on trial and you think he's going to pull out his knives <laughs> and just start beating the crap out of people, but his knives won't even show up. <laughs> so he's just, it's kind of like that scene in Thor Ragnarok where Thor's waiting for his hammer. Yes. And Thor looks like an idiot while he's doing it. And Loki's just sitting there, like waving his <laughs> hands up and down. And I forget what the line is, but he says something like, um, I, I only plead guilty to this or something like that. It's like he, he's, he's, you know, directing this operatic moment. <laughs> it just doesn't, it just lands with the thought. It's so yeah. funny. So those are the two main ones. And of course, when Loki is trying to quote unquote escape. Yeah. And then he finds out that the Tesseract is useless. Yeah, where he is. Well, and like they show within the first two minutes that he's in this TVA world that they are controlling him in time and space. Like he has, what was it? Was it a, around his neck or head? Around his neck. Neck. Okay. So he has this thing, this contraption. It's like a shock collar basically. <laughs> but I mean, that's not what it is. No, but. you're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. It's definitely a shock, a shock, a shock collar for yeah. a dog, but for a human. And they, all they, you know, they have like a little remote control. It looks like a, um, like a key fob yeah. for like a car. Mm-hmm. And they just hit a button and he jumps back in time to where he was five, five seconds ago. Yeah. So basically like whenever he runs off, they just, they, they just like roll their eyes, hit a button and then he's right, snaps right back where he was. And they play with that quite a bit over the episode, yeah. including when he takes it off and puts it on somebody else. And that's really funny. But the, how like he knows he's, they've already demonstrated that they can do this to him whenever they want. Mm-hmm. And he still continues to try to escape like yeah. over and over and over again. It's, he, I mean, it's it's funny you mentioned shot caller because he is kind of like a puppy dog, like yeah. a, a puppy that thinks that he can run away. Mm-hmm. He gets shocked, and then two minutes later, he's completely forgot about it, and then tries to run away again. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like Loki's character, his nature to do that. So, I mean, I think the what this episode did um, was basically we already touched on this briefly. But, I mean, it just showed that Loki sees himself as this all-powerful being, and it really did a good job of really bringing Loki down to Earth. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like we're going to see a lot more of that in the episode, or in the coming episodes. Um, we'll, we'll get to Owen Wilson's character in a little bit, because, boy, was his, it, has his character been a surprise to me. I, I, I really thought we would maybe see him... I thought he was going to be, like, the mission giver, mm-hmm. like here's what I want you to do, Loki, now go do it. And then we don't see Owen for like 30 minutes after that. And that's not at all what we got. Like he is, he might be on screen just the same amount of minutes as Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Like both of those characters literally might, might, we literally might be going into buddy cop mode. Yeah, it sure seems like uh, Owen Wilson as Mobius, right? Mobius, yeah. Mobius um, will basically be like kind of a handler for Loki. Yeah. And I love that. Like, I love that they're going to be like hand in hands in this whole thing. Yep. I mean, he's got to keep an eye on him because Loki's going to stab him in the back of first of chance he gets. But, um, and we, he even mentions that in one of the trailers, but yeah, he, he obviously is going to be right there alongside him and he's not a mission giver. I thought we were literally legit going to see like suicide squad type, type things. Yep. And that's not what this show is going to be at all. And that's great because I love a, I love Owen Wilson. I, mm-hmm. I mean, a, a lot of people love Owen. Um, but I think his character in this show is super intriguing because there's a lot, let's just go in and we're already talking about him. Let's go in in his character. 
um, there's something different about him from the rest of everyone that else yeah. that's around him. And where literally everyone, almost everyone that comes in contact with Loki wants to erase him. Yeah. Like he's on trial. He's, he pleads guilty, I think by the end of it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, prepare to be erased or whatever the word is. And, and he, it's only because Owen Wilson's character, Mobius steps in that yeah. he's even saved from like the death penalty, basically, which, which is crazy. Um, because we really haven't seen this type of power where you can just erase somebody yeah. from a timeline. Yeah. So, I mean, I think at least it's cool in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and he sees something in Loki. It, it's I think it, I think the the specificity of of what like what he wants to do with Loki is going to become pretty evident. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Possibly in episode two, definitely by episode three, I think we'll kind of get the mm-hmm. gist of what's going on. There's only six episodes total. Yeah. So at least by the halfway point, I think we'll have an idea, but there's, I'm sure a lot of theories out on the internet. I haven't read any of them. Um, I watched this with a couple buddies at work and they were talking about, they were wondering if Loki, he needs Loki to stop Loki's, yeah, like, like other Lokis in other timelines. So like, it's literally going to be Loki versus Loki. And I, I think we've kind of already seen that teased in the trailers a little bit. So there's that, like he says, we need the only one who can stop Loki is Loki. And mm-hmm. so like, that's why he's interested or it could just be, he just knows how slimy Loki is. And he was, he's willing to do things that even his hunters wouldn't be willing to do. And so he's like, we need him more than we need to erase him. Yeah. So, or maybe it's both. I don't know. So, but I, I love his fascination with Loki. Like there's that scene where they sit down at the table together and he's just like, I want to know everything there is to know about you. Like he's fascinated with this guy. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, I think, um, that relationship will grow, but, uh, like you said, the, as soon as Loki gets a chance, he's going to try and stab him in the back. Oh yeah. So, I think that's a very intriguing relationship going forward. And I mean, it's really the only one we kind of got in the show. Yeah. So I think that's going to be something to watch in the episodes to come. That's a great point. It, it, it literally might just be him. The two, those two guys. Yeah. Um, Cause the only other character that we've met that, we felt anything for really was that little girl. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't think she's coming, probably coming back in a future episode. Maybe she is, but um, yeah, it's, it's really just Mo- Mobius and Loki. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's different from the other two. Yeah. I think this one's the funniest yeah. show. And, and that's saying a lot. Cause I thought, at times it was a really serious show overall, but I thought the Falcon and winter soldier got really funny mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, but this one I think is clearly going for comedy. Yeah. It's, I, we're going to see action. We're going to see fight scenes and magic stuff. We're going to see some cool things, CGI, but I think this of the three shows, I think this might be the funniest one. Yeah. So, which I'm totally down for. And I mean the comedy, um, we all have seen metal detectors, but <laughs> At, at TVA, I guess it's a robot detector, I guess. <laughs> so, and uh, so Loki's going through and he, they're like, are you a robot? And he's like, I don't think so. <laughs> and then um, they're like, well, if you are, you're basically going to explode. And 
So Loki like hesitantly goes through and he really wrestles with it. He's just like, wait, what if I am a robot? I just don't know it. (laughs) So, I mean, that was a funny scene for sure. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's about to step through and he, and then he he goes, wait, what happens to you if I'm, what happens to me if I'm a robot? And they're like, it'll melt you from the inside out. He's like, Oh (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, that, that brought the humor. And then I know, Caitlin's favorite part for sure was when Loki finally gets the collar off and puts it on the TVA agent and literally just keeps sending her back in time. (laughs) It was not only a hilarious thing to watch. It was, I was laughing so hard because I was like, yes, this is exactly what Loki would do in that moment. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) If he, if he didn't, do that i would have been shocked oh, oh you want to be a jerk to me i when I, when i get a chance it's all gonna come full circle again and like captain america wouldn't have done that yeah thor wouldn't have done that like that is something that only star lord probably would do oh yeah for sure but like of all the the good guy characters i truly believe like none of them maybe rocket like yeah. n- almost none of them would have done that but loki absolutely absolutely would do oh that. yeah so for sure yeah it was great yeah, there there were lots of funny little. I, I love boy. They're they're kinetic on screen. Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. Their mm-hmm. their chemistry is like palpable already after one episode. I'm sure it gets even more more so as we go through the the show. But um, at some points, even though he obviously highly respects Loki in a weird way, I think he respects him like Thor respects Loki. Yeah, like he he's like okay, you're you're a bad dude. You're gonna stab people in the back as first chance you get but you're so good at being bad. Like I, he's like, I just want to know how you, how you do you and what's, what's your focus in life? What's your goal? Like tell me everything there is to know about you. But then, and then in the next second, he's just flat insulting him. And I I think that balance is really interesting. And he's clearly Loki is always the one in control in the room until he's not. And Mobius is like almost always in control in these conversations. Mm -hmm. Like even when Loki is, is delivering a really smart, response or remark back to him mobius tops it and yeah. like one of one of the things was um he's like he says something about he's, he's gonna be the king of space or something like that whatever and then and then mobius says oh big big metaphor guy it makes you sound super smart yeah <laughs> and then and then look he's like i am smart <laughs> yeah so i mean it's and Obviously, we're going to get introduced to new characters with uh, the timekeepers, which, I mean, that's kind of a mystery on its own. Um, will the timekeepers kind of be the villains of the show? Yeah. So, I mean, there's just so many intriguing aspects of this. And, of course, there will be those articles out there that want to take your mind to other places. But I think I'm going to stay away from those articles. I'm with you. I, I kind of mentioned that already that I haven't read any of the theories and stuff like that. I have, I mean, it's impossible not to come up with theories on your own or to just, you know, in conversation, pick up other, other people's ideas. But I, I purposely been trying to stay away from the internet on this just because I was so wrecked by what happened with, with WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I mean, I was just sure that they were going to introduce multiverse with, you know, um, Quicksilver and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it's like, no, like none of that was ever going to happen. I mean, there's debate out whether or not they wanted to make that happen at one point. But mm-hmm. I mean, 
I just the theories got got run away, and then people got really disappointed by, by the end. And I don't I don't want to go down that road again. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really kind of avoiding it. But yeah, I do wonder if we see the the timekeepers are the timekeepers are are the ones that are like the gods over this whole yeah scenario. Right? Pretty much. Yep. They they're referenced in the first episode, but we never see them. I don't know if we ever see them. I my guess is we do, but yeah. maybe. Maybe in the last episode, like yeah, could I, be. I don't know that it's going to be as central as it could be, just because. I mean, I don't know. We don't really know what the show is going to be about, really. Yeah. I uh, of the forty-five minutes that we got, almost all of it was here's a bunch of jargon to 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 learn how to define, yeah. and here's this world that you never knew that even Loki didn't even, even know exist, and here's how it all works. And then there's like a big bomb drop at the end that we'll talk about, but it's not like, and here's where we're going next. Like, yeah, I, if there is like a coming coming up next on the on the show, I didn't watch it. No, so. I don't think there was. Okay, so I don't. I mean, we don't really know what the show is going to be about, but there seem there ta- there's already been talk about multiverse. I know. Did they say the word multiverse in the episode? Episode? They well, talked about other timelines. They said multiple timelines. So, okay. I mean, I would say that's kind of a hint to yeah. the multiverse. We know multiverse is coming. We're we're headed towards the next Spider-Man movie and all the alternate Spider-Man Spider-Men yeah. and we're headed towards obviously Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. So, we know it's coming, but this this show is clearly trying to give us the idea that there should only be one universe. Yeah. That that yes, there are other multiverses out there, but we are cleaning those up. Yeah. So that there is only one sacred timeline, and that obviously is not going to last. Like we yeah. know what's coming next. So, because technically Loki's not really the original Loki, right? Right. Yeah. There's there's been so many splinters off of like the the main the sacred timeline that we kind of got a tease of in the Endgame movie, but um, but the, now we know that there are actually people that are like dedicated, like their entire existence is dedicated yeah. to just cleaning up the timelines and making it just down to one. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously by the end of the show, I mean, maybe not in this show, but sometime in the next two or three months, they yeah. have to get somewhere to, to the point where that is either the TVA is gone. Like they, they're eradicated out of, ex- mm-hmm. out of ex- existence or they're basically made to be so neutered that they can't really do anything about the multiverse anymore. Yeah. Um, because we're headed that direction like they're clearly going to go deep into multiverse yeah i mean i could see a scenario where um by the end of the show all is kind of made well and then spider-man and doctor strange movies happen and that kind of just throws it all out of whack again yeah boy it would be really interesting to see more tva in the movies yeah like in the spider-man movie we actually see mobius show up for example um that would be really fun so, yeah, um, there's, I, I kind of teased this at the, during the intro of, of our episode, but he talks about, um, he, he kind of shows him like, this is your life. Like he like plays yeah. like, uh, they do it a couple different ways. They show like that big stack of paper at papers. And he's like, he's like, please sign. This is everything you've ever said. And he's like, what? This is ridiculous. And then he prints that out and he's like, yeah. and this, sign this. And so they do that. And then they also show him like in that room in Mobius's room, he like, he shows him like doing all these bad things and, and getting thwarted. Like he's yeah. like, 
um, he's like, for someone for someone born to rule, you should, sure do lose a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really funny, but he's definitely putting him in, in his place. But he's showing him, like, this is your life. This is all the things that you've been about. And basically is, like, wanting to know what makes him tick. Like, do you enjoy hurting people? Like, is killing your thing? Like, it, it makes you... And, and, like, there's one shot where he they slow it. He slows it down and pauses it, whatever. He's like, look at you. You're smiling. Like, mm-hmm. when you're killing that guy. <laughs> like you enjoy this. This is something you love. And Loki keeps denying it. He's like, no, I, I do it because I have to, because I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be king of the world, you know, yeah. king of the universe type of thing. So what's your, what's your take on that? Like, is he, do you think he really believes that? Is he lying? Like, I think, um, honestly, he kind of quote unquote, I mean, take this with a grain of salt by the end of the episode. I feel like he kind of has a change of heart. Yeah. After watching his whole life, because I mean, it's basically like a movie theater of Loki just watching his entire life, and you almost feel like at the end he kind of has a change of heart after watching this all play out. It's the death of his mom. Yeah, I think is the biggest part of it. Like when he when he sees the queen of Asgard go down, and it's mm. all his fault. Yeah, that like he was he was giving them directions during. Was it Infinity War? No, it's uh, Dark World. Oh, Dark World. Okay. He, you know, giving him directions like, oh, he, hey, he went this way. And then they basically, he just leads them right right to killing killing his mom. Yeah. So like, it's all his fault and he knows it. And and yeah, I, I really, we'll see where he goes from here. But like, I really, I'm with you. I, I think he has a moment where he's like, this is the fruits of, of who I am. Yeah. Like whether he can control who he is or not, like he is the God of Mischief you know, that's up for another part of a, a different conversation. But I think he, he now realizes that, Hey, like this is, this is the only outcome for the way I live my life. Yeah. I mean, I really feel like it will kind of ride out its turn per se, um, of Loki, like feeling somewhat bad about what he's done until that opportunity comes up where, Oh, power's knocking at my door again. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... it's Which, that's kind of his MO throughout <laughs> the Marvel Universe so far. Yeah. Yeah, he... I mean, he, if he has a chance at power, he's going to take it. Yeah. And and like I said, it, if he has to kill someone, anyone that's going to stand in his way like is just going to get mowed yeah. over. Um, it's only... He only gets contrite when all of his power has been stripped away from him. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where he is now. Yeah. Cause like he picks up the test rack and it's just, it's just a rock now. Like it doesn't do anything. Yeah. He sees infinity stones. They're just paperweights. Um, he tries to, you know, pull knives out of thin air. He can't do that. Like it's, it's, he's been stripped of all of it, all of his godhood and royalty and everything mm-hmm. like that. And he's just a dude. Like he's yep. just an everyday Joe in this exactly. TVA world. And so, yeah, it's it, it, I, this is the only way I think you could have gotten Loki to like finally just face facts <laughs> is to see strip take away everything that's dear to him, show him the repercussions of his life, and then yeah. you know get him to come face to face with reality. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, he obviously sees power. Like he has that line where he's like, "Is this the greatest power in the universe?" Like you know this TVA thing yeah. I didn't even know existed. They're more powerful than Odin. They're more powerful than. Hela or Ragnarok or any of these, you know, super powerful beings, more powerful than Thanos himself. Like, you know, he's like, this is the most powerful place yeah. on earth. And what remains to be seen is if he has a chance to 
usurp and like take over the TVA's power and like become like the new timekeeper mm-hmm. or whatever. Like would he, would he do that or would he realize that, you know, that, that will bring even more destruction than what he's already caused yeah. in his life. That'll be interesting to see if they, it should be that. interesting for sure. Um, and I mean, I guess we can let the cat out of the bag of the big reveal at the end. Yeah. Talk about that. And obviously they're, is another well we're led to believe that there's another loki wreaking havoc in the timeline so um it should be very interesting to see what's going to happen when loki comes face to face with loki yeah so this is a okay tell me your interpretation of this because i we've we it rolled credits and then I was watching this at work on our lunch break. Yep. We turned to each other and we all had different interpretations of what that scene was about. So, okay. um, and I, I don't know how you interpreted it. I want, I want to get your thoughts on it. I, I thought, so for one thing I missed, I missed a critical line in that scene. I think I was head down writing some notes or something like that. But they, at one point they say that there's, there's a, what is it? Like a scepter or something like that. There's like a stick in the ground. Yeah. And, they they say it's from like the third millennium. It's yeah. from the future. Yeah. So like that's present, but it's not the future. It's 1858 Salina, Oklahoma. Yep. So, okay. So I, that, that was one key thing I missed. So my interpretation, having missed that line was, oh, this is 1858 Loki, like mm-hmm. living in that timeline. Yeah. Does something stupid breaks off from the sacred timeline, creates another timeline, another universe. And they are there. Loki, Loki, as we know him, Loki one, let's call him Loki one is supposed to defeat Loki 1858 and clean up that timeline and then do that again in the next episode. You know, like that'll be the beginning of episode two. And then by, by episode three, there's another Loki has to find in 1657 or whatever, like all these different Lokis that have split off of the main timeline. But then I again I didn't hear that line, and so one of them was saying something about t- this is a time traveling Loki from the future that came back into the past to create a new time. I don't know what what's your take on like the whole yeah. time traveling nature of what we saw. I really feel like um, this is kind of a Loki where I mean possibly he could have originated after like the events of the actual Loki TV show, like okay at. I mean, kind of just Loki breaking off at the end of the season and just wreaking havoc. Uh. And so, I mean, maybe it is like maybe the Loki right after this Loki that we have. Yeah. um, And is just going to go back and forth in time and just cause mischief all over the place. Yeah. So, like, there is a timeline where he gets to the TVA breaks free yeah. and then goes on a time traveling rampage basically. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it's clearly Loki. I think like Mobius even says that, right? Like, like yeah. we have to find you or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, so yeah, this is like a future version of the Loki that we're looking at right now, yeah. but he just, one that goes off, off the rails. And the one that we're watching right now is the one that has to stop this other you know, future Loki from, from doing all those things. So, um, yeah, cause I mean, it's, is clear that there is a time traveling nature to obviously to the, 
the hunters, the timekeepers, like they, they're not only jumping through space, but also time. They can jump to any, yeah. you know, point in history that they want. So it would make sense for him to jump forward into the future, get some kind of weapon or something, some kind of powerful ability or whatever, and then jump back and, you yeah. know, wreak havoc or whatever. I, I think there's a version of Loki out there, probably not the Loki we're watching right now, but a, a version of Loki that, that says, you know, screw these guys, screw everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to get power for myself any way I can get it. Yeah. And the TVA has given me the ability to do whatever I want. Yeah. I could almost see this being a Loki that, um, that's why I said at the end of the show, basically um, learns all the tricks from TVA and then just goes on a rampage after that. Yeah. So I mean, once he perfects it, I mean, what's going to stop him really? Yeah. So let me get your thoughts on another thing. I don't have any like strong understanding or opinions really about this kind of stuff, but there's that scene. I think one of the most crucial scenes in the episode that didn't make a lot of sense at the time, but we're going to start making sense of it. Maybe by the next episode is the one in that church. Like, so there's that girl that's like the witness of, you know, whatever happened, just happened in that room. Or is she, you know, maybe it's Loki himself Mm -hmm. that, you know, changes into a girl, but she, they're like, you know, who did all this? Cause there's like, and again, this is another part I miss. I, sometimes I look down and I miss crucial things, but like there are bodies on the floor. Is that what? Yep. Okay. So people have been massacred Mm -hmm. inside this church and the, they ask the girl and they, they're, French, German, I get yeah, French. Okay, is is really bad. They're doing their the best they can. Which, by the way, like if you're out, if you live outside of time, you can't just take the time to learn French. Yeah. Anyway, they they have trouble speaking with her, so she has to do a lot of pointing and like mm-hmm. you know hand signals and stuff. But she points to like the devil. Yeah. On the on the uh, the stained glass, and so she's either pointing to a a Loki that yeah. like transformed into the devil to do whatever dirty deed mm-hmm. or he did all that and then turned into the girl like right before yeah. they got there. <laughs> and I don't know which is true, but I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on that scene? Like, is this, is this the same Loki that's just like going through time? This, cause this was like, what was it? 14 or 15 something? Yeah. 1549. Yep. Um, I mean, there's really two ways you could go about it because, um, the girl's tongue is blue which Loki yeah. is from the Frost Giants. Okay. And so it could be Loki. Um, I'd say more than likely um, it's probably not Loki. Just a girl. Yeah. So she's the, the lone survivor in the church. Whoever the killer is, it, it could legitimately just be in a, a big bad. Like, yep. you know, someone like Agatha is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, like from one of one division that is, we've not, has not been revealed yet. So yeah. a, a, a villain that's only for this show that, you know, is trying to do the same thing, like maybe go through time killing people or maybe only exists in, in the 15th or 16th century. But yeah, I, I think it's more likely she's just a bystander because she, she's holding like something that gives her the blue mouth. It's like, yeah, a, it's like blue candy, blue gum. Yeah. That seems weird to me that he would transform into the girl and then fashion like gum or whatever. It's like, why not just say you saw the devil and be done with it? Like, yeah. so yeah, it seems to me like it's an actual girl. Mm-hmm. And then whether it's Loki or not, maybe maybe Loki was never a part of that death scene. Like, yeah, you know, that could be too. So yeah, I, I think we'll 
we'll obviously understand more about it as we, as we go forward. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what the se- second episode, that's what's so cool about the show is like, I have no idea what we're in for with the yeah. next episode. Like, are they going to do a lot of time jumping? Like, is this going to be like quantum leap Marvel style? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be them, you know, explaining more about this universe and like getting, helping us understand more about like what's at stake and what's happening. Like, I wonder if they just, if they're like literally in five different centuries or one century in the next episode, you know, like how, how big is this going to get? Um, yeah. So I think these episodes could be longer than, than what we've had. Like, yeah, I, I think there's potential for that where we get close to the hour time limit. I think that they just have a lot to say in this episode. We've already gotten a lot. Um, At this stage, after the first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there wasn't a lot of exposition. Mm -hmm. Like it was mostly just talking about the boats and the bank. And like that first episode was kind of, kind of a downer, I think for both of us, but uh, boy, you couldn't get more opposite with this one. Like I just feel like they dumped so much information on us Mm -hmm. in the first episode, which is great. That's, that's what I want. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's really much else to say about the actual time traveling nature of this mysterious yeah. big bad. Like we haven't even seen his face. Like we assume it's Loki. He's like a cloaked figure at this point. So um, I do think it's it's interesting to see like these. I don't know what you call them time keep, timekeepers or hunters. I was watching it with subtitles. And they were calling them hunters. Yeah. But like these people that are basically the police that go with, you know places and clean up timelines. But like their goal is to either apprehend or erase whoever the person is that's doing things they shouldn't be doing. But it's also they drop what is this thing? Like they drop something on the ground or it's basically like they're restoring of the timeline pretty much. Yeah. And I mean, if they don't want it to happen, I mean, it kind of seems like it's just an eraser. Yeah, it's like like if the timeline is this like hose, they like literally just turn off the spigot. Like yeah. just like, okay, this one's done. And then that timeline is just never more. Like it's, yeah. it just doesn't exist anymore. So um, I also, we kind of mentioned this briefly, but um, there's lots of like really good nugget lines in the show so far, but there was that one part where um, they were talking about how like Loki, Loki's very smart. And in the the moment right before he picks up the t- Tesseract in mm-hmm. Endgame, which obviously leads directly into Gobi Desert and all that. He, like, he knows exactly what just happened. And when he t- is talking to, I think it's Mobius, it's one of the guys in TVA. I think it's Mobius. He's talking about, he's like, well, clearly there was like time traveling Avengers. Like, why don't you do something about them? They're the bad yeah. guys. I'm not the bad guy. And they're like, and he says something like, well, how'd you know that they were, he's, he's like, really? He's like, I could smell the cologne on two different Tony Starks. Yeah. And, you know, like he, he knows exactly what's going on that they're time traveling. So he's like, okay, obviously they are messing with time and space. And that's something I've thought about too, is like, they are kind of breaking the law, like the time law of yeah. like, you know, just going in and messing with time. Like why aren't they shutting them down? And there were, his response is because that was supposed to happen. Like, Oh, that's when he was on trial. Okay, during the trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like defending himself. He's like, I didn't even jump through time. Like yeah. these are the, the Avengers are the bad guys. Go get them. And they're like, no, we're not going to get them because they did the right thing. And he's just like, well, says who? Like you yeah. got you guys get, get to decide who did the right thing and who did the wrong thing. So I think he has like a legit case, even though he obviously is not going to get his way. Like I don't think that his ire is 
that unfounded sometimes. Like I agree yeah. with him mm-hmm. half the time. Because so. I mean, he was kind of just like that person that was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Because I mean, yeah, the tesseract pretty much just fell in his lap, and it really wasn't his fault. Yeah. Yeah, he did the quote-unquote wrong thing, yeah. but only because the wrong thing is defined by the timekeepers. So, yeah, that all that's going to be very interesting going forward, like that the ethics of, you know, what's right and what's wrong, which that dovetails to me really well into a topic that I want, I want to address because I think we're going to be talking about it every week, so we might as well just mm-hmm. kick it off here. But this show is going to be a lot about free will. Yeah, um, I agree. So, like, they've already kind of touched on it a little bit, but, like... Loki is, I think, the most offen- uh, of the of all the offensive things that's going on around him, like them keeping him captive, them, you know, putting him on trial for something that's really not that big of a deal, you know, all these different things that he's offended by. I think the thing that he's the most offended by is real uh, realizing now that his illusion of free will for his entire life has been nothing but just that, just an illusion. Yeah. That that he thinks he's in control of his own destiny of his own life and making his own decisions. But I think there's a, there's a line I can't quote it, but at one point he says something like, so like the decisions that I made, like aren't even really my own. Like Mm -hmm. you guys, you guys get to choose which ones I actually get to carry out. And if I do something you don't like, you cut off that timeline. Mm -hmm. And I think there's going to be a lot more about free will as we go forward. And I mean, I honestly think, that this Loki that they're chasing, his main purpose is to break that free will pretty much. Oh, interesting. So what if what if this shadowy guy actually ends up being basically the good guy? Yeah. At the end. That would be that would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. That would be something I've 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 maybe never seen in any show ever. Yeah. Which is a show where basically they're trying to capture the bad guy, but then the the bad guy essentially wins at mm-hmm. the end. That would that would be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, any other... So, yeah, I will have many more conversations, I think, about free will, but, like, it's it's already it's already evident that it's a big deal to Loki. Like, he's very offended by it, and Mobius thinks it is not a big deal at all. Yeah. Like, he's just like, well, of course you don't have free will. Like, what would you think? Like, why, why would you think that? You know, like, obviously, you know, the events of your life are being controlled. Like, yeah. that's, you know, it's not, you know... It's, there's nothing to, to be offended at. It's just the way the world works. So it's really interesting. <laughs> Especially, I think, for our... Like, I mean, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, it doesn't really matter. If you're Western-minded at all, this is a weird concept. Like, yeah. in, in Eastern uh, countries and, and continents and stuff like that, the idea of... Um, you know, rather reincarnation or whatever you believe in Eastern mindset is much more akin to like, you're out of control. Like it, things are written for you and there is no such thing as free will. Like you basically carry out exactly what's been scripted and you know, what goes around comes around and Mm -hmm. karma and like, it's just whatever is going to happen is going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think for Western audience in particular, this will be a very interesting show to kind of wrestle with. Yeah. Um, any like quotes or, or scenes or, Oh, we haven't even talked about, um, what's his name that there's one guy in particular. That's very funny. Um, it's the, the desk worker. Yeah. I forget what his name is. I can't think of his name, but, um, the scenes with him are 
pretty humorous um when loki tells him that he's gonna get him like a (laughs) fish and he's just like what's a fish (laughs) yeah and then and then later on he like misquotes him he's like he wanted to make turn me into a fish or something (laughs) um and then it's actually kind of the same joke but in a different way when um he he shows up at the tva holding the tesseract and then like it's not moby it's like whoever is bringing him in um maybe it is mobius i can't remember uh like tosses the tesseract to this that same dude yeah and um he's like here you know check this into evidence or whatever and he's like what is it and look he's like it's the tesseract like he's like yeah. offended he's like how could you not know what the tesseract is yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's kind of like the jimmy woo type character <laughs> where you're just like this guy's really funny um he really doesn't hold like a whole lot in the Marvel universe, but he's going to bring the comedy and every scene that he's in is going to be pretty humorous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really like him. I hope we get to see more of him um, in the future. Like this can be an odd reference, but like, you know, in Zootopia, there's that um, like front desk worker. He's like a yep. cheetah. He's Zoom. Like, oh, oh, it's the real fat one. Oh, you're not talking about the sloth? No, no, it's the it's the guy like in at the PD. Oh, at the police department. That, yeah, okay. the guy that's like the front desk receptionist, basically. Yeah. Um, he's to me kind of seems like that kind of character. We're like we're not going to see him on screen very much, but every time he's on, it's going to be like a laughing moment. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's let's end with this because I, I this is like not at all important for like the, the plot of the show, but I think it's just a fun thing to end, end on. Uh, let's talk about DB Cooper. Okay. So, um, they, they were, there are two parts of the show that we have left out. There's like an animated section, which is like miss minutes comes out and like explains like, like, <laughs> in like third grade terms, like, like let's tell you, let's talk about the time space universe or whatever. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about what is the sacred timeline. And like, just kind of does all this ex- exposition, but there's not much to say on that one. I think the DB Cooper thing is super fascinating. Yeah. And um, for for two reasons. And one is because I think this guy is very mysterious. I didn't even know who DB Cooper was. Like I, I would that scene played out, and I was like, is is this from a movie? One of the Marvel movies? And I just missed it. I don't. I just don't remember this scene. Like there's they invented this guy called DB Cooper in in you know Thor one or something yeah. like that. And uh, I was like, no, okay, this is a real dude and a real story. But, um, and I'll let you tell the story because I, I, I literally just learned about it this week. But um, what my, uh, the guy that I worked next to in our office said, um, he said, I think it's fascinating from the sense that as far as he knows, as far as he remembers, and I can't think of an example either, this is the first time the MCU has referenced a real person, like a person in our world. Yeah. Like, and I never thought of it that way before, but he's absolutely right. Like yep. Tony Stark, um, you know, Peter Parker, these guys don't, aren't real people. Like they're made up. Everyone in the, in the MCU is a made up person. Yeah. But DB Cooper is a real dude. And like, they yes. and they brought him into the show and it's kind of like, will they do more of that? Like, will they bring in like, you know, like actual, like politicians, like real presidents? I mean, yeah. like I, you know, it, I don't know that this is like a sign of things to come, but it's really interesting that they brought in like an actual human figure from, from history, like yeah. from American history. But it, in case people are not familiar with DB Cooper, cause it completely went over my head. And so it might've been for other people as well. But um, 
so what's the story of D.B. Cooper, like in, in real history? So basically D.B. Cooper is a guy that is a robber um, of banks and all sorts of stuff. And basically it's, um, he basically just like vanished and nobody ever found his body. Nobody ever found the money he stole. Which and, was like a million yeah, dollars or something? Which, I mean, it was a lot of money at that time. And so it's a really mysterious character. Um, well, real life person. Yeah. And I think it's just fascinating that they had uh, Loki impersonating him. Yeah. So like in real, this really happened like in, yeah. our, in our actual history, like this guy basically said like, I've got a bomb on the plane, land the plane, get all the hostages off, but he takes the stewardess and the pilot, you yeah. know, with him. And they said, you know, in order to get away, he's like, I want you to fly me to such and such place. But on the way there, you know, the police obviously are waiting on the grounds, waiting for the plane to land so they can arrest him. But on the way there, he jumps out of the plane yep. and with a parachute, I'm assuming. <laughs> and, you know, they, they assume landed down below, but they never found him. They never found his body. They never arrested him. They, he just, this guy literally just disappeared off the face of the planet. And obviously the way that they poke fun of, of that in this is that Heimdall, like, yeah. sucked him up basically. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> um, to get the exact, um, he's an unidentified man who hijacked a Boeing 727 aircraft in the United States in 1971. And, um, he collected a two hundred thousand dollar in ransom, which is equivalent to one point two eight million today. Okay, and then he parachuted somewhere in southwestern Washington, and they never found him. Never found the money. Yeah, he just ghosted. Man, he's gone. Yep. So yeah, so there's a lot of intrigue, obviously, about this mysterious nobody that no one's ever seen out, out after that moment. And they just play play with that with like a really fun in a funny way. Like yeah. I, it was really interesting to me that that like the director, the writers of the show were like, "Hey, let's do like a goof with DB Cooper and make it like Loki's doing this for a bet. Like he mm-hmm. he has a bet with Thor. You know, I bet you, I bet I bet you think I can't steal a million dollars on Earth or whatever. And he concocts this big plan. Says his name is DB Cooper, and then Heimdall, you know, makes him disappear. Yep. <laughs> so I thought that was really clever and something that is really off the wall for MCU just in general, like that this was a real dude and they put, they inserted him into this fake universe, you know, Marvel cinematic universe. So yeah. Interesting. Cool. Well, I, I mean, I don't even know that we'll even get that again in this show. Maybe they will. I don't know. I, I think that it was just kind of like a, a fun thing to do like because they could. And yeah. when are they ever going to have the chance to do something like that ever again? Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see, but I, I feel like that that was definitely a one-off thing. Yeah. I feel like this show is very, I mean, it kind of fits the script of the last two shows we got. It's very hard to make a prediction after this first episode because you really don't know truly what direction they're heading. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. I, I, I love not knowing. The, the not knowing is actually part of the fun mm-hmm. I think of the show. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see where we go from here. So, all right, cool. Uh, we'll tune in, uh, next week. We're going to, we're going to keep doing this. So we're going to review every episode of Loki. So if you're just, 
you know, jumping in with us on this podcast. Uh, just know you can come back every week, hit the subscribe button. Uh, we're going to, you're going to get our thoughts on every episode of the show and we'll do full spoilers every time. So, you know, stay tuned with the show and then, and then stay tuned to our podcast. What, uh, what else have you been watching on Disney plus this week? You're uh, in summer mode, man. I have three things I've been watching. Um, the first thing is, which it's kind of ongoing. Uh, Caitlin and I are still watching Lizzie McGuire. Oh, we yeah. have probably about 20 episodes left. Okay. So we're getting closer to the end of that. Um, then the second thing where we just watched today, we haven't finished it yet, but the original high school musical, which... Oh, the movie? Yep. Okay. So I've seen the second and the third one, but I've never seen the first one. I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, we... I think we have like 30 minutes left in it, but okay. we started watching that. and So the, are the similarities to the first season of the series? Kind of. Okay. Somewhat. Um, and then the third thing we're watching, or we watched last night, it isn't on Disney Plus yet, but it will be, and that was Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse. The car, the oh, animated yeah. one that yeah, yeah. came out with Miles Morales and this like, was your second viewing. Yep. Okay. And so, is it just as good the second time? Yeah. I mean, I I really enjoyed it. It was the first time Caitlin had seen it, and she she liked it. But um, I figured I'd bring that up because it kind of brings into play the multiverse. Oh yeah. Theory. Yeah, it's it's central to that plot. Yep. Um, you know that movie. It's yeah. It's so that's a Fox thing. So uh, it's Sony. Yeah. So is it coming to Disney Plus then? I think it. They I made think, a deal with Sony. Yeah. Okay. Um. Are, are they doing that for the like Spider Man Homecoming and stuff? Yeah, those are coming for sure. Okay. Wow. So I'm not sure about this one, but I mean, it's. I mean, it's a perfect fit for Disney yeah. Plus. Like, I, I think obviously everyone would love to see it there. Yeah. Um. Maybe when their contract expires with. How'd you watch it? Was Netflix? No, on YouTube TV. Okay. Okay, but, it was on. But I mean, it was on FX, so yeah, it's Fox, Sony, and it even has Marvel in the clip. So yeah, that movie is phenomenal, man. Yeah. I I my, my, so I teased earlier like Miss Marvel is one of my favorite characters. Miles Morales is my number one favorite mm-hmm. comic book character. I, I love Miles. I've I've been reading him since day one, 2011, when his first comic book ca- came out, and I, and I own every comic um, that from the mainline Miles Morales that he's in. And so I, for whatever reason, it took me a long time to see the movie. I didn't see yeah. it until like what six months ago or whatever okay. it was. Um, and absolutely fell in love. I, the, the animation, the plot, the yeah, the, it's very good. The, the goofs, the funny stuff is so good. Um, the guy from New New Girl, um, what's his name in New Girl? That uh, the the main like love interest in in the TV show New Girl. I haven't even seen it. So. Um, is is plays like the um, like Peter, the main Peter Parker yep. in in the in the movie, and he's always funny to me. He's great in this movie. Uh, Miles Morales is like perfectly ca- casted and they take basically the, the first year or two of the comics is heavily inspires this movie yep. and the way that they did the whole uh, Prowler stuff and everything is, I mean, it's just on point with the comics. Like mm-hmm. I, I was really, really impressed by what yeah, they pulled off with that thing. It's very good. And yeah. I would encourage anybody that um, enjoys Marvel or even Spider-Man in general if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, it's a good watch. Yeah. I, I would say when it comes to 
Disney Plus, like hopefully it's like later this year or whatever with all the Spider-Man stuff that's coming out soon. But um, I, I would love to review it on this podcast. Yeah. Like I, 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 again, I haven't even seen it. It's been less than a year since I've mm-hmm. seen it. I'm already ready to see it again. Yeah, um, it's very good. So um, for me, it's uh, more Bad Batch. Um, after a, a couple of episodes of Bad Batch kind of languishing a little bit, it's not, it's, it's, it didn't get off the rails too much but it like you you know when you're watching a filler episode we're just yeah. like okay nothing is going on right now like they're just they're doing a mission to help somebody and eventually they'll get back to the main plot but that is not this episode mm-hmm. they had a couple of those in a row and they were fun but they you could just tell it was not important you're not going to remember anything that happened in those episodes yeah this last episode that they had last friday um the what was that the 11th yeah was back on the horse like they they were starting to come back around to like let's get back to the like what we're trying to do here like the main plot and stuff like that and the omega character the girl character in it is really coming into her own is like Mm -hmm. a stand on her own character so uh yeah it's starting to get good again hopefully that continues but we're we're like halfway through the season and so i could see like maybe a couple more filler episodes coming up so um I did not watch it, but uh, we talked about it. Uh, you watched High School Musical, the musical, the series, episode five. Yeah. And boy, this show is not getting better, is it? No. Um, <laughs> After hearing your review on it, I actually am like kind of loath to watch it now. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like, I mean, when is this? Because I mean, when's it going to pick up? Right. Yeah, this was the halfway point. Yeah. And I feel like. I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> there's I, only three. What? No. Okay. No, it's five of 10. Yeah. There's five That's more right. episodes. Okay. But it's just like, we are going to see the ultimate just bonsai push forward ahead in these last five episodes. Cause literally they really haven't built anything <laughs> up to this point. It's so weird, man. I, I really want to know the story on this. Like when the, when this season wraps and there's like real talk about like, should we even make a season three? Yeah. I, I, you have to imagine that's coming. I, I want to know some of the behind the scenes stuff of like, did you guys just get a new writer? Like did the, the writer that, you know, you had the first season, not he wasn't able to come back for the second one. Did the actors just like decide they don't want to do a particular script? Like what happened with the show? Cause and, it is so different than season one. And I'm going to spoil something for you. Yeah, that's fine. And we've talked about how there's no problems in this show. Yeah. Literally the problem that arises is North high decides to switch their musical to beauty and the beast. Oh my God. So it's just like, that's the best you could come up with. Wow. That's terrible. So now we have two schools doing Beauty and the Beast. That's wor- that's somehow worse yeah. than, what, than it was before, because it was L- Little Mermaid, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that. I, I would have preferred them just to stick with that. Little, yeah. Little Mermaid versus Beauty and the Beast. Now it's literally Beauty and the Beast versus Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I will watch it. Um, I'm going to see it through, if nothing else, just so we can complain about it on this show. Yeah. <laughs> but I I doubt we we talked about covering it like every other episode of our podcast. I let's just wait till the end of the season yeah. and we can talk about it on like half of an episode or something. I, I am, I am really discouraged with this season. I not almost not to the point of like, I wish I'd never watched the first season because the first season is really good. Yeah. The first season gave the sh- show hope. Yeah. 
Um, but like I've known people that like refuse to even watch a show until it's been out for a couple seasons because they want to know they they got tired of like watching first seasons of shows just to have the show canceled. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, it didn't get canceled, it got renewed for a second season, but the second season is garbage. Oh yeah. And so it'll probably get canceled after this season and it's like, did I waste my time watching the first season? I'm like, no, I, I'm glad I, I watched what I watched. But yeah, boy, I I might just honestly wait until all the episodes are out and then just binge through it because it, it just feels like a waste of time if I watch an episode and nothing happens. And then yeah. it's like, okay, now I have to wait seven days to see another episode where nothing happens. Like, I, I'd rather just kind of wait <laughs> at this point. So I might just do that. All right, um, so that's what we've been watching. Uh, for me, is mainly just Star Wars uh, stuff, and then I, I watched the the Loki catch up, both of them, the, the yeah. Loki one, Legends. And the, yeah, and the Marvel Legends Tesseract episode as well, and those were great. I, mm-hmm. I those are like, I, I, I to the point of like I I can't imagine not watching those before you watch Loki. Like yeah. you would be so lost if you hadn't watched the the Marvel Legends stuff because some of the stuff that they were covering in especially like the Loki episode. Uh, well, and in the Tesseract episode was stuff from like the original Thor movie, which came out like a decade ago. Yeah. I've not seen that movie since it came out. So mm-hmm. I have no idea what happens in that movie except for what they showed us in Marvel Legends. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, wow. I'm really glad they showed me that because I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And I'd forgotten about the Captain Marvel stuff, even that that movie did come out recently. Um, I'd forgotten that she was in contact with the Tesseract. And it was yeah. it was all really good stuff to watch right before watching Loki. So... Um, let's talk about what's coming out on Disney Plus this week before we wrap up uh, today. So obviously, um, a Wednesday release on the 16th of June. Everything else is going to be Friday, but Loki episode two. I like that they're doing that on on Wednesdays. It kind of it gives us it gives us more time to watch it before recording, and it, it's it's just kind of a fun treat in the middle of the week where yeah. we would normally then, have to wait until and Friday. Then it get, gives us. <laughs> Friday to be disappointed by High School Musical. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so at least we get some fun in the middle of the week before <laughs> utter disappointment. Um, okay, so this is the rest of these are for Friday, June 18th. One of the biggest releases of the year, I think probably most people would agree with that, is the next Pixar movie is coming out on Friday. Mm-hmm. So uh, Luca, I'm going to read this description. I just watched the trailer for this today. I, I didn't really know what the movie was about. I've kind of been on lockdown. uh you know, not complete lockdown. I think I've seen like some screenshots and commercials, but like I was trying to stay away from like spoilers on this movie. Yeah. But I did watch the trailer today because my four-year-old wanted to watch it and I was really amazed by what I saw. But it says, uh, set in a beautiful seaside town on the Italian Riviera, uh, Disney and Pixar's original feature film, Luca, is a coming of age story about one young boy experiencing an unforgettable summer filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. Um, he basically has like a best friend that, uh, is, you know, they're holding a deeply held secret that they are actually sea monsters from another world just below the, the water surface. It, to me, it's, it kind of, it's a little, um, bit of little mermaid where like, okay. you know, mermaid Ariel gets her legs and then, yeah. you know, is now a human mm-hmm. walking around on earth, but is not familiar with human stuff. So that you're going to get, going to get some of that humor, I think in this movie, but it's also about, um, these boys just like having fun and getting into trouble and like, you know, just doing what boys would do, but it even, it, but it's turned up to 11 because they've never done any of these things before. Yeah. So like, it just, it's like the perfect summer movie of just like, let's go to the beach, let's get gelato, let's go on a scooter, like just, you know, do silly stuff. So I do kind of wonder like 
what the main plot is going to be about, like what the main conflict in the, in the movie is going to be. Um, I'm sure there's some bad guy that they have to like, you know, yeah, you assume, you know, uh, fend off against or something like that. But anyway, so that's, that's the big one. Uh, we are of course going to talk about that, review that on our next episode. So, uh, next episode will be, uh, Loki two and Luca, uh, big shot episode 10, uh, comes out this, uh, this coming Friday as well as, as you're listening to this. Star Wars The Bad Batch Episodes 8, so that'll be the halfway mark for that show. Um, High School Musical, the musical of the series, Episode 6. After rival North High releases a viral video to undermine the Wildcats, Miss Jen hosts a weekend improv intensive to build up her kids' conf- confidence. Meanwhile, Nini works on a new song at Salt Lake, Sli- Salt Lake Slices, where she finds inspiration in Courtney's approach to life. <laughs> I, I could I could not be less interested in what I just read. Um, but that is uh, that is High School Musical season two for you. Um, <laughs> look on Grant's face right now. <laughs> just utter disappointment. Uh, Gordon Ramsay, Uncharted, uh, Maine. I guess we're getting a new one of these every week now. Uh, we've done Texas and some other yep. places. Uh, Dino Ranch. Uh, this is definitely a kid's show. Um, it's a... Oh, Jordan has seen this. Okay, this has been on like the Disney Junior channel or something like that on YouTube TV. And um, she actually has watched a couple episodes of it. I think she liked it, but she likes just about everything that's for kids. But it is basically um, Wild West cowboys and cowgirls on the farm, on the ranch. But instead of horses and cattle, it's dinosaurs. And they basically are wrangling dinosaurs for their dino ranch. So gotcha. Yeah. Season one. I think this is a brand new show that they're just now bringing to, to, to Disney plus, uh, Disney's just roll with it. Season two. Is that, that's not related to the movie. Is it? No, that's just go with it. Sorry. Yeah. That's just, go with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess there's at least two seasons of the show, but I haven't heard of it. It's a live action show. It looks like a, like maybe like a, a teen, sitcom type thing okay but anyway uh and then the last thing is uh heartland docs dvm i think we've talked about this one before this is the veterinary te- team um a husband and wife that uh take care of like uh farm animals and stuff like that um in nebraska so season three i think i literally think they just released season two like <laughs> two weeks ago or whatever it was and then season three is already out so that's everything that's coming out this week so um, yeah, obviously we are already told you as far as what we're, um, running with for next week's episode is Loki episode two. And then I'm very excited about Luca. I, I can't wait to see what Pixar does mm-hmm. super weird. And I, like, I, I know it's going to be part of our, a big part of our conversation next week when we, when we review Luca, Luca, but, uh, you cannot watch Luca as, unless you're like in a weird market where they're showing it at your local theater. This movie is not releasing in theaters. Yeah. The only way to watch it is on Disney plus and it's not even Disney Disney plus premier access. It's literally free to watch, but it's Pixar, mm-hmm. the same studio that of course brought you toy story. Yep. Um, that's just giving away their movie. Like it's super weird to me that the, that Disney's doing this, but we'll talk up about that quite a bit. I'm sure next week. I hope the movie's good. Yeah. Me Cause, too. Cause like it, it, it looks like it's just being trotted out to die. Like let's not make any box office money from it. Let's not even charge premier access. Let's just, put it on the service it's just straight to video mm-hmm. like what like this is pixar you were talking about so kind of weird 
So that's it. That's it for this episode. And that's what we're talking about next episode. If you want to write into the show, the way you do that is email Disney plus reviews at hotmail.com. That's P L U S all spelled out. Disney plus reviews at hotmail.com. Uh, we'd love to know what you th- want to hear about on the podcast or give us your own review about something that you've watched or uh, have us talk about a news story that is Disney plus related that, that you saw that you thought was interesting. Let us know. Uh, we will talk to you next week for Loki episode two and Luca. 